you are listening to Pharmacy IT and Me, your informatics pharmacist podcast. Hey everyone, this is Tony Dow. Welcome to another episode of Pharmacy IT and Me. As with every episode, we start off this one saying that the intended audience for this episode are newcomers to pharmacy informatics. Today's episode is going to be a little more, I wouldn't say technical, but I think I would call it very specific. We'll be talking about interoperability, but specifically we're going to be talking about syntactic interoperability. Because it's going to be going into a specific topic, I'll try to keep it short and let this topic sink in after you listen to this. So just to review, interoperability is the ability for disparate systems to communicate with each other. And there are different layers of communication that they need to be able to talk to each other on. Technical interoperability is the infrastructure set up to allow a message to go from one system to send it over to another system. However, syntactic interoperability is the ability for both systems to actually understand and take actions upon the messages that are being communicated. Let's take this into a real-world example with maybe, I don't know, let's say Facebook Messenger. Someone sends you a message on Facebook and you receive it on your device and account. The fact that you are able to receive and send messages is the technical interoperability piece of this type of communication. However, if you receive the message in a language that you do not understand, this fails as a syntactic interoperability. So syntactic interoperability will only occur if the message you receive is actually in a language you understand, and the message you send out is also understood by the person on the other end. Syntactic interoperability is concerned with the structure and the contents, and in this case, it will be maybe, you know, the grammar and language of the message that's being sent through Facebook. So let's talk about structure. In technology and computer science, the structure of a message is also called a schema. One of these examples will be something like XML. So XML is extensible markup language, and it has a schema that is marked up by different tags for different sections of that message. It allows messages to clearly define uh, what they are through the tags so that the reader can understand which parts of the message will mean what. Something that relates to this are templates, in which we have a you know preset schema that will be available for us to start off with, and then we modulate the content of the message to what we want to send out. So how do we achieve syntactic interoperability? This is through using standardized languages so that systems can understand each other. So back in the Facebook Messenger example, an example of a standard would be maybe, you know, English in the U.S. for English-speaking friends and colleagues. So for example, my friends are multicultural, but we all speak English. So that is our standard of communication. And standards in health IT are broken down into four categories. Uh, two of them are actually the ones directly affecting syntactic interoperability. So the two that affect it are the structure slash content and the services categories. Basically, structure slash content concerns itself with the actual creation and construction of the message, and services concerns itself with how we package up that message into something that we can send. It gets way more technical if we speak into the specific messages, and maybe I'll delve into them, you know, maybe in the future, but just to name a few. HL7 is a standardized language typically delimited by pipes and used for communicating between machines and software. DICOM is a standard that's used for imaging like x-rays, MRIs, and others. NCPDP is interesting in that it's the name of the council that approves standards, but it's also used interchangeably with one of their standards that they approve for ePrescribe, which is called Script. IHE is used as a standard for health information exchange services, and eHealth Exchange Though it's not technically a standard, it's a network that's used to exchange information. So yeah, I hope that topic interests you. I know it doesn't directly sound like it relates to pharmacy, but interoperability affects all aspects of healthcare technology, so it's really important to understand. Syntactic interoperability is only one of the different types, 
and hopefully you got something out of the episode today. Alright, if you like our show, please share with your friends, or you can help us out by writing a review on Apple Podcasts or any of your other favorite podcasting services. You can also check us out on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn, and you can also reach out to me at Tony at PharmacyITME.com. If you want to network, you can check out the Pharmacist Slack group at PharmacistConnect.com, which is P-H-A-R-M-A-C-I-S-T-S-C-O-N-N-E-C-T.com. There's different topic channels, including informatics, and I've met some great colleagues on there, and I look forward to connecting with you as well. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of Pharmacy IT and me. And remember, technology is a tool, patient care is the goal.